Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. My name is Trisha. I am your host, and I want to talk about with you guys today how to navigate eating out, going out to restaurants, family celebrations, holidays, things like that that come up while you're in a dieting phase. And I'll be honest with you guys, this is something that used to stress me out for years. And I've been on all different sides of the coin. I've been cutting weight for a fight during the holidays, having to miss my birthday, having to miss out on Thanksgiving, showing up to a Thanksgiving family dinner with a little container of chicken and broccoli, not getting to eat anything that was being served, stressing out about it. Um, I've, and I've also been on the other side of the coin where I just didn't know how to navigate it at all and just ended up going overboard during the holidays and gaining 15 pounds over a, a Christmas break back up home visiting my family or, you know, times that I thought I was making the right choice ordering something at a restaurant only to be, you know, so frustrated that I would keep gaining weight or my weight would keep fluctuating. Obviously, fluctuations are normal, but there are some certain things that I've learned over the years of how to better navigate this in a more balanced way. Now, if you are doing something extreme, for some people, that cold turkey, and I used to be this person, is easier than learning how to make the right choices or how to have things in moderation. Some people, including myself in the past, feel like it's hard to stop yourself once you start. And I have a lot of things I'm going to say on that. But for me, you know, during a fight camp when I was cutting weight and I knew I had to make weight three weeks after Thanksgiving, obviously that's a very extreme situation, right? I didn't want to risk having something that was loaded with butter or sugar or, you know, the decadent things that you have on Thanksgiving, let's say, or Christmas or whatever holiday. But also, you know, it was, it was like a easier way to control to just, even though I was miserable and I hated missing out on what everybody was eating, it was like, I felt safe having my little container of food. And I know that this is part of the appeal of when people do an extreme diet like Octavia or slim fast or whatever, whatever, where you have like packaged foods that like, oh, I don't have to worry about what choice I'm going to make. I just bring this packaged piece of crap with me. That may work temporarily, but how long can you live like that, right? So I think the key to sustainable health, sustainable weight loss is learning that balance. And I'm going to share with you guys some of my little tips and tricks of like when you're eating out, when you have a family celebration, you know, and you are trying to lose weight or maintain your weight or stay healthy, like how to have balance, how to make a good choice without over restri overly restricting or overly indulging, right? Because we've all been on both sides of the coin. So, you know, first I want to tell you guys, last week was a perfect example of this. Last week for me personally was my daughter's first birthday. And as I've mentioned in a previous podcast, Right now, I am not in a dieting phase. I am not actively trying to lose weight because this is a busy season of my life. We still have family here. We've had family here the last couple of weeks celebrating my daughter's birthday. So I knew like if I was on a strict, strict dieting phase, it would be very, very stressful. And, you know, stress of dieting on top of all of the life stress <laughs> equals usually not being able to lose any weight. So I decided I'm not going to restrict myself. I'm just going to enjoy the week. And 
let me tell you guys, I enjoyed it <laughs> food wise. Uh, my mom made ziti for the party, homemade ziti. Uh, my you know family went out to dinner multiple times for pizza, for Italian. I mean, I pretty much, I was pasta last week. I just was pasta. Every day it was pasta. However, I lost weight last week. So I thought that was really interesting that I ate whatever I wanted. I wasn't tracking my calories. Um, I wasn't working out. I didn't work out last week and I lost weight. Now, I believe the reason, a few reasons for that is because I've spent a long time reverse dieting and repairing my metabolism to the point where even if I'm off track for a week, but I'm still being mindful, I can maintain. And obviously I, I lost weight. Um, because I wasn't tracking my food, I probably was eating less than I normally did, especially the stress of family coming in. And, you know, it's probably in an unintentional calorie deficit at some points, not eating as much as normal. But it was just interesting to me in my own, you know, experiment with myself of like just releasing that stress of dieting, releasing the stress of working out, allowing myself to eat whatever I wanted. And let me tell you guys, when you, when you allow yourself to always have these things, you don't have to binge. You don't have to have that scarcity mindset of like, oh my God, uh, my mom is making pasta and I, I never ever get to eat pasta because I'm always dieting. So I'm going to have 16 bowls. You know, that's, that's how I used to treat it because I knew the next dieting phase was going to be so strict. So I better enjoy it now. I better load up now because when I start dieting, I'll never be able to have that again. Now I don't have that restrictive mindset around food. I can eat pasta whenever I want. So because we went out to eat, in fact, one of the times we went to a nice Italian restaurant, I didn't order pasta. <laughs> I ordered a nice steak medallion with mashed potatoes and with vegetables and, you know, and I still had bread at the table and I still had uh, appetizers and, you know, but because I don't always deprive myself, I wasn't so famished. I wasn't so fixated on having the thing I couldn't have because I can have that stuff whenever I want. So I had a piece of bread. I had my meal, but I didn't even finish it. I had leftovers. So this is the difference, guys. And I say that because I wasn't always like this. In between years for years, in between losing weight for fights, when we would go out to an Italian restaurant, there was no stopping me. I would eat half the appetizer, three pieces of bread, get a gigantic like family-sized pasta bowl, devour that, and have dessert and just it would be a non-stop because I would make myself sick thinking like I'm never going to be able to have pasta again you know that was that mindset so if if you're living in that restrictive dieting mindset it's going to be very difficult for you to have this balance and to be able to enjoy eating out and in family meals and, and enjoying them in moderation because you're so restrictive on yourself so that's the first thing i'll say is you know start allowing yourself to have those type of things regularly and you won't be as tempted to go off the rails to go to the other extreme of binging or overeating or overindulging when you're allowing yourself to have those things whenever you want. So that is my first, I guess I can't even call it a tip. That is just the first point I want to make is that if you are living in this dieting restrictive cycle, it's going to be really hard to implement these things. But if you allow yourself, if you fit these things into your lifestyle on a regular basis, it's going to be so much easier to have that balance and to be able to lose weight while enjoying the foods that you love. So moving forward here, the other thing I want to mention, here's the next kind of tip or point I want to make as far as like 
how to, you know, stay on track in a dieting phase while you're enjoying these things, while you go out to eat or while you have family celebrations or whatever it is, holidays, is you need to decide what are your non-negotiables. There may be some things you have to let go of. Okay, for me last week, I had to let go of working out. It was too busy, family coming in and out. I just had to let go of it. But what were my non-negotiables? My non-negotiables were water. My non-negotiable was getting enough sleep. I did not want to be overtired. I did not want to add fatigue on an already stressful week. So sleep was a priority. Water was a non-negotiable. Drinking enough water when we went out to eat, getting water instead of soda or wine. Water, water, water. And then choosing protein in each meal, okay? I wasn't counting my macros, but I was making sure everything I ordered, it had protein in it, or I had protein on the side, or I ate protein before I left. So those were my non-negotiables. So you need to decide what is your non-negotiable. Even during a holiday break, even on a vacation, what are the basics you're gonna stick to? I recently had a client that she was in the Dominican Republic for a wedding, and although she didn't track, she only fluctuated about a pound when she came back, and now she's already back on track losing weight because she hit her steps every day that she was there, and more so because she had more time to get movement and steps and sightsee and be active. She ate protein every meal, and she kept drinking plenty of water throughout her trip. Just by holding strong with those basics, and of course, being on vacation, she had less stress and she could sleep more and all of those things allowed her to come back and get right back on track very easily. So decide your non-negotiables. What are the things you're going to stick to no matter what? Now, if you are, let's talk strategy. If you are going out to eat to a restaurant, here are a few tips to keep in mind. If you're able to look at the menu ahead, I would always say that's a great thing to do because you want to know what your options are. And secondly, you know, I really enjoy just spending time with my family, not staring at my phone screen, not staring at the menu, trying to decide what I'm going to get. Or let's say you're chatting with your family or friends, all of a sudden the waiter comes by and now you're not prepared and you just pick something random that may not be the best choice. So if you know you're going out to eat ahead of time and you know where you're going, try to look at the menu. now. Here's where it can get confusing, whether you're looking ahead or you're sitting there looking at the menu at the restaurant. What the heck do you order? Now, we are conditioned to believe that salads are healthy. So, oh, I'm, I'm on a diet. I should just order the salad, right? Guys, nowadays, thankfully, menus do a lot of times have the calories. Let's take Cheesecake Factory, for example. If you look at the salad selection in Cheesecake Factory, in that giant menu, and you look at the salads, some of them have 1,000, 1,100, 1,300 calories in a salad. You could be eating more than half of your calories for the day eating a salad. Now, if you're not aware of that, you could be you know, ordering a salad thinking you're being healthy, but eating two and a half times what you could be eating ordering a different meal that you actually want. So just be aware that salad isn't always the healthiest. Now, it doesn't mean that it's not healthy, of course, eating salad is healthy, but what do they add to it that makes it so high in calories? Well, we're looking at toppings, right? Cheese, nuts, avocado, dressings are the big one. So if you really do want a salad, go for it, but be conscious of what kind of salad you're ordering. Does it have a lot of stuff in it? Can you get some stuff on the side? 
Can you ask for dressing on the side or order a different kind of, you know, instead of the creamy Italian, maybe you just do a little bit of olive oil and vinegar, you know, and making just it a little more conscious versus the 1300 calorie salad. Now, here's what I've realized, guys, especially if you go to Cheesecake Factory or even last week when I went to Maggiano's to celebrate my daughter is oftentimes if you get steak and mashed potatoes or a big baked potato, you're actually eating sometimes the lowest calorie thing on the menu. And it seems crazy to think like steak and mashed potatoes, but if you look at the Cheesecake Factory menu, the steak medallion dinner is probably a third of the Cobb salad calories. So that's just one example of like, you could actually have a steak and potato dinner that really fills you up, that you enjoy, that has protein, fat, carbs, veggies on the side, enjoy it, feel full versus eating an 1100 calorie salad that you're still going to be hungry when you get home and you're going to be raiding the pantry. So all that to say, it's like, you just have to be aware that when you're looking at the menu, you know, what seems healthy may not always be the best option. So just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind when you're looking at the menu. Now, when it comes to appetizers, if you're in a dieting phase, I would say, you know, maybe skip the appetizers. Have a piece of bread, right? Have a piece of bread if you want bread. Um, but appetizers are the killer because, you know, usually they're doused in some kind of sauce or they're fried, um, you know, and they really don't have a lot of like nutrient dense qualities to them. It's more of just a big high calorie fat bomb that you're eating before your meal. Uh, if you are going to get an appetizer and there is something that's more of a protein, you know, if you're eating sushi and you get some kind of sashimi um, or some kind of like, you know, tuna appetizer, something like that, that might be good. Or if you're at a Thai restaurant and you get like some kind of barbecue chicken skewers or wings or something, those can be good options. But, you know, if you're going to have fried calamari, uh, and then eat a salad. It's like, you know, you might as well get a bowl of pasta, right? So those are just some of the basic things to be aware of when you are going to a restaurant, how to navigate that. Now, the other thing I'll say is if, again, if you know, if it's not just a spur of the moment thing, if you know you're going out to dinner, let's think about it, guys. When you show up to the restaurant, you got to wait for your table, right? At least a few minutes for the hostess to sit you down. And by the time you sit down, how long is it between when you sat down to when you get your meal? And let's even back up. Let's even back up. How long has it been since when you started to get ready to go out to eat, got in your car, drove there, got seated, sat down, ordered your appetizer, ordered your food to when you actually get the meal? It's probably almost a couple hours, right? Unless you're, you know, just going into a quick place to eat, right? So if, again, you're going to a family meal, I would say, and this is something I utilize all the time, eat a small snack, some kind of like high protein snack or meal before you go. So you're not showing up to the restaurant starving and ready to devour every appetizer, all of the chips on the table, all of the bread on the table, and then you know, you're gonna devour your meal and, and realize you just ate like 2000 calories. So again, I used that for years, I still try to do that. Eat something that's not gonna fill you up, but something that's gonna have protein in it before you go, even if it's just a protein shake or a protein bar, just something to hold you over, especially if you know it's gonna be a long time between your meal. And you can utilize, excuse me, this same strategy if you are going to a family celebration. Now, this can be a little more difficult to navigate, right? Because 
let's say, let's say whatever family, you know, celebration you have, let's say somebody's making something homemade and let's say it's a traditional meal or it's just something you really never get to have and you really want to indulge, you really want to have it. I say, go for it. Okay. Don't restrict yourself. You don't need to bring a chicken salad with you while your mom's making her homemade meatballs or while you're, you're having some kind of like family celebration. Um, again, you know, maybe eat something before you go or have some kind of protein shake with you in case it takes a long time. Um, you know, like in my family, we're Italian. So growing up, it's like if I went to my grandmother's house for dinner, we weren't eating till 11 o'clock at night. You know, <laughs> she'd be feeding us meatballs and sausages and stuff along the way. But, you know, it would usually be a while. So, you know, enjoy, enjoy your family meal and then just get back on track the next day. You don't need to punish yourself. You don't need to do three hours of cardio. You don't need to fast the next day. And again, guys, this kind of goes full circle back to where like, if you're not restricting yourself all the time, you will have better self-control and better balance when you're sitting there and you have homemade meatballs in front of you. You can have a couple and maybe take one home with you. You don't have to eat all of them in one sitting because you're not starving yourself all the time, right? You have that balance. You allow yourself to have things like this on a regular basis so it doesn't seem so restrictive and feel like you need to go overboard the second that you sit down to eat this this meal that you never get to have. So I hope this helps, guys. Just, you know, give you some practical strategies along with some mindset tips of how to navigate being in a dieting phase while enjoying going out to eat, while enjoying family meals. And I know we didn't talk a lot of X's and O's because, you know, everybody's different as far as their nutrition goals, their nutrition needs, their calories and macros. But I guess the last practical, you know, X's and O's that I'll give you would be that if you are somebody that is tracking macros, you are logging your food and you are thinking like, oh my God, how am I going to fit this in my calorie goal? I know that my grandmother is making this you know, um, a rose con pollo or this, you know, homemade raviolis or homemade pierogies or whatever it is, right? Whatever nationality you are, whatever your family meal is or whatever, you know, you're going out to eat at this restaurant and you're like, man, I don't know how many calories this is going to be. It could be a thousand calories. I have no idea. My suggestion would be to keep your protein high throughout the day because a lot of times when we have that homemade food, what 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 is that like uh you know homemade food typically going to have a lot of butter oils cheeses it's going to be very high in fat and chances are it's not going to be like loaded with protein okay and chances are you're probably going to have some kind of carb with it right rice or pasta or bread okay something like that or the dough that they make so my suggestion would be if you have some kind of family meal or family dinner that you do want to indulge in I would save most of those fat grams and carbohydrate grams towards that meal. And throughout your day, eat a lot of protein and veggies. Fill yourself up on protein and veggies for your breakfast, for your snack, for your lunch, your snack before you go. So you know you have ample, ample macros to enjoy the meal. And if you want to find some kind of generic placeholder for it, if you're logging your food, go for it. But if you stick with that strategy, you'll be pretty good. You'll be pretty, pretty set there. So 
that would be my last kind of suggestion. If you're a macro tracker, if you are worried about like, okay, I don't want to go off the rails. I want to hold myself accountable. I want to enjoy it. Like Trisha said, but I want to know how I can still stay on track. That's my biggest tip there is, you know, hit your protein goal if you can, before you go or save so that there's only like 15 grams protein you need to hit for your day. And you're saving all of the carbs, all of the fat for that delicious homemade food or that delicious dinner you're going to that they don't have their their calories listed, right? So I hope these helped. And I hope that as we enter the holiday season, we're still a little bit away from it, right? But it's creeping up on us. There's going to be office parties. There's going to be, you know, Halloween candy. There's going to be Thanksgiving. There's going to be all different holidays coming up in November and December. So if you're getting anxious about it, you know, just remember, balance is key. Allow yourself to have a piece of Halloween candy if you want right? Versus restricting yourself. And then the day after Halloween, you eat all of your kids Halloween candy. So allow yourself to have in moderation. Don't restrict yourself too much. Keep that balance. If you need to hold yourself accountable, you know, track the macros, save the macros for the foods you really want, learn how to fit them in. And if you are going out to eat, go back and re-listen to those strategies of how to pick out the best options on the menu what to do for the before and the during the meal and all that good stuff. So that's it, guys. I hope that this podcast was helpful. If it was, please leave a review or share it to your social media. I greatly appreciate every single person who listens and contributes to this podcast. So I will talk to you guys later. I will see you all next week. In the meantime, um, connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at Trisha Cicero. Um, you guys are welcome to chat with me, ask me any questions, or if you have a, a topic you want to hear about, let me know and I will do my best. So that's it, guys. I hope you have a great rest of your day, night, week, weekend, whenever you're listening to this, and I will talk to you all next week.